It's Samina's House Podcast, episode 146. Welcome! We have Sukiyana joining the podcast a little later on, but before that... I am Shayna Bates, <laughs> and the place to be. Garnett, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. I don't know why I did that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Dexter... A.K.A. Dexter One, A.K.A. I read every email sent to me. No, you don't. <laughs> so I've been, I've been hard at work trying to get us guests, and I sent all these emails, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's okay. today. <laughs> oh, that's next." Not everybody. I didn't say that. I just wanted to confirm the guests today. I the links. Didn't you send an email talk about, do we have Sukiyana today? That's what I'm saying, I wanted to confirm the guests, but you did send all the links. You said, this is for this week. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Now, I will so, say, I remember Sukiyana. I've been telling people for the past two weeks, I'm interviewing her. You got to look out for me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope she remembers to come on. <laughs> yeah, that would be the word. That would be the word. I'm going to warn y'all right now. When she come on, I just want her to say, what's up, you pussy asshole? (laughs) (laughs) That is the first thing I want her to say. And look, we don't normally curse on this podcast, but we we letting it fly today. Exception today, huh? Listen, Sukiyana is coming on, hopefully. So, all right, let's talk about what's in our feed before uh, she joins us real quickly. So, um... I wanted to talk about Vanessa Bryant's mom because she literally ran to like the Spanish tabloids and did an interview where she's crying and saying that Vanessa took her car and the house. Boo hoo hoo. What a bad person Vanessa Bryant is to take away the car and the house from her mom. And um, it's just unfortunate that I had to see that, um, you know, come across my feed. I mean, I think we would obviously all have the same reactions, but what do you think is going on here? I mean, the one thing I think, as soon as I saw it, that was just my thought about, you know, we know that there were, as much as we know parents love each other and they were there, there were issues that were ongoing with Kobe and his mother and his father. And it just was kind of like, wow, maybe that's why they're buying together was so strong not that they didn't have outside friends because obviously they do but it looks like you know they were very tight-knit together creating their family and it's probably because they had these ongoing issues where you feel like you know you want to be there for your family you got to take care of them but obviously there's some unhealthiness in those relationships especially with her mom yeah I, i feel like she something had to be done that was maybe a little bit uh that 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 hurt that was a little unforgiving to make somebody want to take your home away and the car and all of that stuff because you basically in it like they can't do anything i'm 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 guessing if she's complaining about you know losing the house and losing the car maybe she can't provide for herself so i think whatever happened had to be you know just something major do you think maybe they're just downscaling? I mean, Kobe passed away. What forms of income? Maybe that was the major thing. She right. lost her husband and her daughter, and her mom may not have been there. And not to say, like, it's a eventual thing, because, again, we don't know, but maybe that was the major thing for her. Like, as a mother, you know, if her mother wasn't being there for her, like, how could you not be here for me during this time? 
I think it's yeah. one of those situations where you know, like, there's definitely two sides to every story. And you right. know there's another side to this story that we're not getting. I'm always a little iffy of the people who would run to, like, the tabloids or, like, to run to social media or whatever to tell their business. Because it's kind of like, okay, like, what did you do to make this happen? Not saying that the mom did anything, because it could totally be a Vanessa Bryant thing. But, like, just to see the mom being so vocal and active like this it leads me to believe that something else is happening because you want us as the public to look at this woman who, what, seven months ago lost her daughter and her husband to look at her like she's a bad person. Like, we're not going to do that. Like, we're going to challenge you and question what you did wrong in this situation. Yeah. Well, Vanessa said that it's just hurtful that she's literally still going through the death, the unexpected death of her husband and daughter and for her mom to go on national TV and cry about a house and a car. Like, those are materialistic things. She lost the people who she loves. And apparently um, her mom has not been very emotionally present and physically present since the passing of Kobe and Gianna. And I don't think this is a vindictive thing. Um, I really think maybe I'm just speculating that maybe she's just downsizing. You know, I mean, I'm sure Kobe left them a lot of money. But still, they have to think about long-term college and the girls. And, you know, no one expected him to leave. So she's probably trying to be safe with the money. I mean, I I read that her mother is still in an apartment and she still gets a monthly stipend. I was just going to say, I don't know about the running out of money because he left them You don't think that? I don't think it's running out, but maybe being safe with the money. He left them a lot of money. They did for a couple (laughs) generations. But to your point... Maybe it was more of a proposition like, hey, mom, you know, we're going to move you from here to here kind of thing. And mom was just, in, you know, we were leasing this car. So you want to go from this car to this car. And mom was like, oh, you know, you, again, we don't know. Like Dex said, it's so many sides. But it could have been a situation like, you know, I know there's a lot of players that take care of their their mothers. And, and obviously, she's not a player, but she's a wife. But they, if they rent and if, if the house is not in their name, there are situations like that that happen that they're like, I'm going to take care of you, but I'm just moving you from A to B. And maybe mom was like, oh, my God, you you getting rid of my stuff. You kicking me out. Yeah. I also look at what was the Univision, I believe it was. I give them like a bit of a side eye, too, because like you guys know the last time you talked about Vanessa Bryant and Kobe Bryant was was because of his death. So for you guys to feel okay with having a sensational, sensationalized story like this, it really makes me look at them like with the side eye. Like I, I personally, if they were like, I want to come onto your show and talk about this, the Vanessa Bryant's mom, I would say no. I think this is a family matter that you need to figure out with your daughter. I don't want to put this out in the public and me be behind it. I just can't do it. Well, that show is a gossipy show. So it's called La Gorda y la Flaca, El Gorda y la Flaca, The Fat Guy and the Skinny Woman, is what it it translates to. (laughs) And the show. (laughs) That's wild. (laughs) That's the the show that her mother went on, El Gorda y la Flaca. (laughs) It really is like a tabloid type of show. Yeah, it's like a a gossipy show. Yeah, maybe other people wouldn't take it, which is why she went there. Maybe other people were like, you know what? Mm-mm. That makes like, sense. Yeah. Even though now people have picked the story up, there might not have been people that wanted to be the one to interview the mom. Yeah, like, it's, I won't be the one behind It's easier it, yeah. to pick something up after it's already out there. But maybe people were turning her down like, I'm good. That's just not a good look. Mm-hmm. I just hate when there's like a sense of entitlement that comes with family members that we see a lot. And yeah. it's like, 
oh, you're not supporting me. Oh, like, you know, we, we talk about it with little babies, you know, baby mom. Oh, you know, my kid isn't going to the $15,000 school. That's completely different. But this sense of entitlement that just because you're associated with someone who has money, that you should be getting the same luxuries, you know what I'm saying, as they are, which gets under my skin a little bit because you, this is, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, mom, Vanessa, where was you at? Well, apparently, Vanessa, apparently Vanessa wasn't with Kobe shooting in the gym either. Remember, that's where they came from. <laughs> but again, the point is, the bigger thing I think, and I hope it's not the case, but it sounds really hurtful, for her mom not to be able to support her through this time. Like, yeah. this is like, yeah. nobody can imagine like what she's going through and it be so much in the public eye. And when like with her having to sue, you know, over like the, the pictures from the scene, like all of those horrible things. Like, I can't imagine my mom not being there for me. Like, I can't even. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about this interesting um voting video so did you guys see this on social media there's been a, a big push to vote you know this week was national voter registration week every time i hop on twitter it's like are you registered i mean on instagram are you registered to vote so did you guys see the get your booty to the polls video mm -hmm. so it's literally like strippers on the pole so it's and they're like clapping their ass and it's like get your booty to the polls literally and then all the strippers are breaking down why you need to vote you know uh for the district attorney for the sheriff you know it's not just about the president uh this is what voting uh controls so i saw some mixed opinions about it on social media some people were like is this what they think Tar targets us like is this how they think who you know who the people that made this ad is this how they think that they can reach us by putting strippers in a thong on a pole some people were like that like they felt felt offended and then some people were like this is a creative funny way to get people's attention you know have these strippers talking about legislation and polling and they're literally clapping their ass what do you guys feel about this man i think it is genius <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant and to answer that person question in the comments yes apparently that is unfortunately that is how you get our attention like that, <laughs> that's a form that is the way clearly we hear talking about it it is it, i know i saw it on twitter it went viral uh Jamel Hill actually tweeted it out that I saw. Um but yeah it's a very it's still in, it's still informative. It, it, it's still giving you everything that you need. It's it's really good content. And I think that the way that they try to make it creative and appealing to hey listen, I know everybody's on here, whether it's looking at sex or this or maybe you just like the strip clubs or like the girls or whatever the case may be, you're already on here looking at it, looking for right. it. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna reel you in and now I'm gonna give, give you the information to actually go do something you probably should be doing, which is register to vote, so. Garnett, but these girls twerking and making it clap, is, is that gonna make you go vote? <laughs> like, is that, is that gonna be the incentive? Like, ooh, I'm gonna vote because I like her ass. No, 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 it, it, it may not necessarily make me go vote, but at least it, it's gonna give me the information that I probably didn't have before. 
And I know I'm not alone in that as far as just like not knowing too much and then seeing the video and I was like, oh snap, okay. I can, yeah, I'm still being entertained by it, but I can still get the message out of the video. And I'm pretty sure there is people that they didn't need to see none of that at all to <laughs> go make that move, but that wasn't necessarily for you. That was for a certain group of people. And, you know, you can look at it in whatever way you can. I'm deciding to look at it in a way where that's good marketing and it's good content for whatever the person's trying to promote. So I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes you got to meet people where they at. Like at first instance, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. But, you know, the thing is, when we look at how many people and how many people in certain pockets and demographics and target areas that did not vote, you are going to have to do creative things to get to them, to, to reach them, to get the message and carry it home. And to your point, you know, for some people, that might have just got their attention. It's not going to get them all the way to the poll, but it might have gotten their attention. You know, I keep seeing all these things that's like, you know, um, the president won by this many votes, but this many people did not vote. So I think, yeah, they're trying everything to meet. And, and celebrities are doing it now. Like, yeah. I don't know if y'all seen, like, some celebrities post and stuff. And they'll tell you to click the link in their bio and the, the, the link is about registering the vote. I saw Chelsea Handler put up a picture of what looks like her naked and she has like something to accentuate her bush. And then it was like, swipe left for more. Do you think you're going to see more naked pictures? And it's like, register to vote. <laughs> yeah, like, this is, man, listen, anything that comes with a side of ass, count me in. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen. That that's how you gonna get people to vote. They, they just come with a side ass. That's it. <laughs> they just really trying to get us to the poll, <laughs> literally. Yeah. And I think it, I think it does make sense, and I agree with you, what you guys are saying. Is sometimes you have to get people's attention in different types of ways. I saw like a lot of social media sites today. If you were to click on them, then first thing that'll come up is, "Are you registered to vote?" Which I think is a really cool thing because it kind of stops people in their tracks and, and it's like register yourself to vote. I think um, the, the get your booty to a, the, the poll thing, I, I get it. I totally understand what it's doing. Like you, I just looked at the video just now. It has 10,000 views on it in, in less than 10 hours. It's really remarkable in today's time. However, I... And I it's, gonna, a, it's a voting video. It's not a music video. It's about voting. Like, that's a lot. And, and then the girls really do say things that make sense as far as voting goes. Like, it's things that we will actually fight for and things that we want to talk about voting wise. And one thing I do like that they say in that video is that, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, we vote, it's just, they're gonna put in whoever they wanna put in, which a lot of people feel that way. And that's the reason why they don't vote. But they also highlight some of the other stuff that really that goes into voting. You know what I mean? It's not just about, yes, this person's gonna be a, the president. There are a lot of things that affect you locally that you mm -hmm. vote for. And, and they talk about that in the video, right. which I think is good. However, we're 43 days away from election day. And if you're not registered to vote already, if you're not, if you're under the age of 18, say you turn 18, you know, in the next couple of days, I get it. But if you're not, that, if that's not you, you're not in that pocket and you're not registered to vote, you aren't going to vote. Yeah. Damn, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm actually with you. Like, I love this push, but we should have maybe had this push like three months ago for those people unregistered to vote because it's just like, how? How are you not registered to vote right now? Like, how? And they made it like, you know, there's been so much talk about voting this year than more than ever. Like, I know we have voter die campaigns and all these things in years past, but more than ever this year, there's been talk about voting. And y'all been in the house watching all these commercials and looking at everything because we was in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And that's why, and that's why that content is genius. Nobody's done it, at least from what I see. It's, it's, it's quite genius. 
Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. I just I saw some comments saying, oh, this is what they think we like, or this is what they think, you know, uh, gets our attention. This is in, insulting to our intelligence. I think it I is. that person, but for somebody else, not. I think, so. I, I think that is insulting to, to our intelligence, so I really do. I think if it was a situation where, like most people, you see it on your favorite TV show. You watch the game, or you watch, like, This Is Us, or whatever. You know, there are sports that are happening now. If you see something with that, which is a normal thing that you're sitting up watching, they're telling you to vote, it's like, okay, yeah, let me go ahead and do that. But if it takes some strippers to shake their ass for you to say, like, oh, maybe I should go vote, like, that says a lot about you. And I do think that's kind of one of those things where it's just like, First off, maybe we don't want you to vote. And then also, <laughs> it's just one of those situations where I think it says a lot about a person's mindset. It's one thing for us to sit on this thing here, people who registered to vote and stuff like that, to be like, it was entertaining. I got what they were doing. It's cool. It's another thing for a person to be like, I wasn't even going to vote until I saw that video. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, is it going to make someone go and vote? It might educate people. You know, that, that don't know, you know, the people that say, oh, my vote doesn't count. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know how it counts on the micro level. They're thinking about it. Right, well. Your nine vote vote counted. Well, we know that. (laughs) But there's always these people like, our vote doesn't count. Yeah, I I, I don't think it necessarily insults the intelligence of us. I think that they understand that sex sells. And that's barring any gender. And I feel like that was a way to actually kind of incorporate that because maybe if they were white girls would some people be complaining about it i don't know well all white girls i'm sorry or maybe if um there weren't any white girls in the video right because they don't they don't want their vote (laughs) (laughs) to your point about sex sales like i know in the um carrie washington when i saw it was a clip from like scandal where you know they're like a passionate clip and it's like click more for the new scandal movie. Right. When you click on it, like I'm already registered to vote, but I was like, wait, scandal got a movie? So of course right. I clicked on it and then it was registered to vote. So you see your point of like, yeah, so there are certain people that just might follow that show, but they specifically take the steamy video right. scene from the show and not just like her standing there and it was a, a still. They pick like a video of them kissing passionately to get your attention. Right. Is this where we are in the world well, where we got to coerce and trick people? I'm not. Like, I'm not yes. either. I was thinking they had a movie. I was right. <laughs> no, but even that, like, even so, like, if, if let's say they change things up and this is Michael B. Jordan looking like D'Angelo in that video delivering the exact I'm just I'm just saying like if 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 they use that to sell the sex, would that have been more appropriate than I think that if they were using that to sell maybe a new product, maybe some cologne or something like that, like or something that, you know, somebody's gonna buy, then I get it. But I just think you should take voting more serious as a human being, as a as an American citizen, you should take voting more serious than somebody having to pull a stunt to get you to do it. But unfortunately, it looks like we have to. For well, a certain segment, it looks like we have to. Well, I'll be getting my ass to the pole. You <laughs> <laughs> like the pole to the pole idea. I mean, a little shake sign. Who was the marketing oh, segment? Y'all can't that see one? it. Y'all can't see me shake sign. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've talked about Power Book 2 uh, once. Are you watching Dex yet? Why does everybody keep asking me that? Now I feel like I'm getting in trouble. But, because you put a target on your back. Talk about, I haven't watched it, but I think I'm going to watch it now. I want to. I've just been busy. 
I am. Cowboys are back. I'm busy watching stuff now. So uh, they just renewed Power Book 2 uh, for season two. Are we excited about that? Yeah. When I watch it. <laughs> you haven't Hi. been watching. Hey, Suki. Hey, everybody. We We're have Suki Hana joining us. What's up, Suki Hana? Hey, everybody. What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, this is the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina Say What? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. That's the one. What's up, boo? Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me, y'all. Girl. Mina told us she would have you start off by saying something. Mina, what would you say? Girl, so I just want you to say, what's up, you pussy ass hoes? You listening to the Mina's House podcast. <laughs> okay, tell me what to say again. You want me to say, what's up, you pussy ass hoes? <laughs> Girl, uh, that's your me, thing. Tell like, me what you want me to say. Tell me what you well, this is the Mina's House podcast. So, you know, what you always say, what's right. up, you pussy ass hoes? And no, then, it's puss, say puss ass. Puss ass. Yeah, I'm going you say, say puss ass. Puss ass. Yeah, puss ass hoes. Puss ass hoes. So I was saying it too proper. All right, yeah. so just say that. I just want us to start that way. What's up, you puss ass hoes? It's Tukihana, and we listen to Mina's House, Mina's House Podcast. That's right. Suki, <laughs> so uh, we've been so excited to talk to you. First of all, you have a project out right now. Congratulations on that. It's Thank called you. Wolf Pussy. Yeah. And I was, you know, I heard, I've heard the project, so I know what a wolf pussy is. But can you, can you break it down for the people who have not listened to your project yet? Well, uh, Wolf Pussy is like a fat ass pussy. Like, you know, <laughs> I feel like, bitch, I got that Wolf Pussy. I'm going to think about it. Like, you know, something just a fat ass cat. Like, oh, uh, instead of seeing a tiger pussy, I just say a Wolf Pussy. You know, a Wolf is fierce. Like, that just, that just named it that. And I can't, that's why I ended up naming my project. And I was just so happy that I got real music on there and I'm giving real advice to all my fans. So that's what you actually call yours, like that's yeah, what pussy? Oh, girl, <laughs> <laughs> or that tiger king cat? You use it in the sense. I like that. Um, so use it in the sense. What is this, Jeopardy or whatever? Um. Yeah, oh, I'll be like telling my friends, I'll be like, bitch, go ahead and throw that wolf pussy. Bounce that wolf pussy. When we in the club, that's why I'll be like, yeah, bitch, bounce that wolf pussy. Bounce that wolf cat. It's like, it's a funny lingo that we just say, you know? Yeah. Does yeah. it have to be hairy to be a wolf pussy or is it well, like? Oh, nah. okay. <laughs> no. No. Nobody think a wolf, I think hair. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking that too. Some cat can have hair on it, but it ain't about that it's about what it make niggas do okay you know right. what I mean? right, yeah <laughs> so uh oh, suki oh, go oh, ahead garnett so what do it make niggas do act a fucking fool act a fuck the fool act a fool act a fool it makes these niggas act a fool that all of that uh, above <laughs> everything above why are you licking your lips <laughs> like that garnett yeah, you listen, listen. she's talking that talk right now i'm trying to hear what she got to say <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really like fascinated with you i'm a really big fan i watch you on love and hip-hop I, I listen to your music i i'm i really am a fan i am thank and, you but i didn't learn about you through love and hip-hop or your music initially i initially came across you on the jerry springer show 
<laughs> and so I just have to know, was that real? I can't talk about that. Okay, okay. Right, right, right. right. But that was really ghetto. It was really ghetto. <laughs> I love it. I was it. watching I it, it the other day. I was like, I, I did it so long ago. I'm like, why the fuck do they keep playing this episode? <laughs> but it doesn't stop. Like, it's like they don't play nobody episodes as much as they play mine. And it keeps coming back. And I'm like, all right. Growing up, I'm getting mature. Then boom, it's back on the internet, and I see I'm tagged in Jerry Springer this, Jerry Springer that, and I was like, "We really on the floor doing a crybaby and the worm and all types of ghetto ass shit." <laughs> Girl, you've come a long way since then. Can you talk about how you've evolved? <laughs> I mean, I just I did evolve, but it just came from grinding and being myself. Like I really didn't change from that. Like. I'm still that girl. You're still doing a crybaby on the floor. What? I will break out in a crybaby anywhere. It depends on the, the the amount of liquor I had. Like I'm a fun girl. I love to have fun. It never gonna stop. I'm, I don't feel like I'm never. I'm never gonna stop that. But um, it came from being consistent. You know, making sure the business is right. But me making sure the business is right is why I could stay myself and just enjoy my career. Because it's not just a career. This is really my lifestyle. It's just People love to watch it, and I'm making money from it. Right. Speaking yeah. of people loving to watch it, I know, I think it was last week, because I'll be getting, my days be combining together, but you had to kind of school people, because people were trying to come at you for having the one breast out, and you kind of school people. You schooled me. Like, I'm big on, like, uh, those old times and period pieces, and I watched your crown and all that, but you kind of talked about there was a French mistress. That that's what she did all the time. Like you had me on Google and Wikipedia, like, oh my gosh, she really did. <laughs> yeah. Always had these portraits with her one breast out. Yeah. But I mean, even when it comes to, you know, I, I you know, I was inspired by little Kim. But even when we go back to our ancestors, this is this how we we walked around right. Africa ass naked. This is what this is how our people are. Right, you know, so right. I have no problem with taking it back to my roots. And and not to add on top of that, I done breastfed three kids yes girl yeah, yes, yeah I, I, yes. I breastfed three kids my titties are always out that's just <laughs> and people i remember people were like you know back in the day people were like uh-uh you need to cover that baby with a with a blanket like people don't the babies don't like that every right, time i try to cover my baby with a blanket they take it off so the titties just out they ain't give a fuck i ain't give a fuck right with them <laughs> Let me ask you, you know, um, when when males who are rappers have multiple kids, there's not an expectation that they're with their kids all the time. Right. But for whatever reason, the burden is always on the woman where, oh, the woman always has to have her kids with her. You have three kids and you have a rap career. Can you talk about that, boo? Because that's amazing. Um, well, it is it is hard at times, but see, it's, it's it's not an easy job having children and having a career. It's just like usually and usually women just have the kids or the career. But right, it, right. you know, it just took me it, it took me some time to be able to to juggle the two. But after having three kids, you can basically you you can do anything. Like I feel like a superhero after I have my first baby. You know, the first it wasn't the first baby, it was the second baby. The first baby, I didn't know what the hell to do. Second baby, <laughs> it's like all right, I can breastfeed and do homework at the same time. Then third baby, it's just like I can I can do this in my sleep. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I heard you touched on just like business earlier. As far as like you know, you got to get your business straight. Like what? 
what did you do to like start that to have your business right to the point where you know you can have this as a career um well me and my mom was really working together my mom is my manager so it just I didn't really know much about the stuff but you know it went from me going from promos to doing shows and I let my mom handle that you know but I always wanted to level up and get to the next level and I, I just knew I just can't be Instagram forever so we just started moving differently trying new things like it's just it's not the same thing like we had to add on to my show you know add on to Sukihana and, and turn me from this funny Instagram girl into a brand and mm-hmm. that's what we did definitely did that girl yes yes (laughs) you know what i love about your project wolf pussy is that you're kind of given like the six commandments it's like biggie's (laughs) 10 crack commandments but you was like suki's six uh pussy commandments yeah for women so can you break down these commandments because i that was my favorite part of the project i kept laying over the rules yeah oh my gosh i had so many things i was saying but um, let me think of my favorite one. Uh, well, I can sum it up. Uh, basically, treat these niggas how they treat y'all. <laughs> now, you feel me? If he going, yeah. if he not gonna treat you up to par, don't treat him up to par. And, and find somebody who who gonna treat you like the queen that you are. Right. Stop fucking with these lanes and, and get you a real nigga who gonna appreciate who you are and treat you like you, you're not a doormat. Stop being a doormat for these guys. He gonna like get Stop talk being a doormat. Me. You talk about me. That's all. That's right. Period. Stop being a doormat and start standing up for yourself. If you want to be more than a housewife or just you want to be more than a mom or a baby mom, shit, chase your dreams too. You know, it's we, we want to be more than just a fucking... So a nigga's made like that's not what we're supposed to do. So I just basically tell a woman to stand up for herself and tax and know your worth and tax these niggas. That's uh, it. That's you know, my deliverance is, is kind of ghetto, but that's no, I love it. That's no, but you know what really stuck with me when you were like, he ain't treating you right. Why are you sitting at home crying, bitch? Go out <laughs> and do your thing. You sitting there crying, he ain't worried about you. I was like, yes, Suki, <laughs> truth. Like, I'm gonna go outside. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we have to have somebody to tell us that because we all have been in the house crying about a, a guy, right. and it takes somebody to say. Like somebody to bring it out, like girl, you're sitting in the house crying, posting memes all day, and you know, watching his page. No, the same he don't care nothing about you. the memes. Yeah, because I was there, and it's just like the same reason he wanted you is the same reason as thirty of thirty other guys who gonna want you. He's gonna love your ass. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I was gonna ask you where you got your confidence from. You know, your your, your whole style, but I feel like. Your relationship with your mom, that's probably, like, your biggest inspiration. Yeah, of course, my mom. You know, I don't even know how I got this confidence. It just, like, one day I just woke up and I loved everything about myself. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I don't know. It's just, like, I guess people, a lot of people used to talk about me and talk down to me and stuff. And it's just, like, I don't even give a fuck. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> when I stop giving a fuck, oh, my gosh, my whole life has changed overnight. Chicken, how long did you live in Delaware? Uh, forever. So, yeah. in my opinion, and don't get mad at me, because I'm a really big fan of yours, but <laughs> Delaware is the most boring place in, on the planet. It's so boring. But, yeah. like, you just don't come across as a Delaware type of person. Like, you're fun. No, no, no. Everyone, it's, it's a 
it's a million girls in Delaware who are just like me. This is what Delaware makes. Ghetto ass hoes. For real. Like, for real. It's a lot of successful women from Delaware. I mean, it's, it's really not a lot going on, but Delaware, like, where I've come from, it's a lot of girls who talk just like me. It's just, the whistle really the hood. It's really the hood. Right. I was going to say, because I saw that too, and I was like, wait, shit from Wilmington? And yeah. a lot of people don't associate, like, they think of Delaware, they think of, like, the Newark and the, the Smyrna's, and they don't think about Wilmington or have never been to Wilmington. And Wilmington yeah. is real. Like, as real as people want to claim North Philly, South Philly, Wilmington is real. Yeah, Wilmington is, is, is wild, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been to Smyrna, but that's like out there. Like that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah, they they they, they get that picture. That's city. what Delaware is. Yeah, like we in the city. It's just a lot of people ain't been there, but it's just it's a lot of ratchet ass girls there. Okay, just like me. <laughs> Suki, so let's talk about this word hoe because I know sometimes you use it like it's a positive thing, but then your song "Use a Hoe" it it doesn't sound very positive. Like, wh- what's going on with the word hoe? Is it a good word or a bad word, or does it? Does it depend on the context? I just feel like it's a it's the feeling, like it's a it's the energy that you got. Like you can it can be good, it can be bad. It's just about how you're using it. Like it's just one of those words. It's how you using it. You can be like just like bitch. It's be like what's up, bitch? Right? Or bitch, I got something to tell you. <laughs> or uh uh-uh, uh, bitch. This is this how you say it. it's like your energy. You know, it's it's the same thing. Like this is just how you use it. Right now, I was about to say, well, use a whole everyone like was speculating on like oh who's she talking about because she's talking about somebody in particular like were you talking about somebody in particular or just like somebody was or women and people with whole ass behavior yeah i was just speaking in general like i i mean it can't be somebody who fucked that many the, all the names that i said well I? well you know what my theory was my theory was you talking about a lot of people because i'm like i'm trying to i want to know who you know j cole hit in the a-hole no 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 See, i just I, I i knew the song was gonna be very controversial and i just me and my team we me and my team sat and we was just like we, we was just coming up with some shit we was like man that shit gonna be lit you know, like it, it's just, it's really not about anybody because I'm, I'm really a direct person. Like it ain't, it's no, it's, it's nothing that's going to stop me from saying who I'm talking about. So the song is, it's just a vibe. Like I just wanted to make sure if, when Ludacris gave me this song, I wanted to make sure I did my motherfucking thing. And see, and honestly, if you go listen to the original version with Ludacris, he wasn't talking about anybody either. It's just, we speaking in general, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that moment like when Luda was literally like, do your thing on the song? You know, this is a classic, classic song. I was amazed. Like, I literally was like, I don't even know what to say. Because I was his DJ. I was his DJ that came to um, sit with me and everything. And I mean, it was just, it's a pleasure that he would give me a song like that. Like, I've really been looking up to him for a long time since he was in since his first tape, since he was in Hustle and Flow, like everything. I love Luda. So I, I was really thankful that he did that. Hopefully we work soon. Is there anybody else that you work with, like on this project that it was like a dream to work with? Or, or, or who's your still dream list that you would love to collab with and work with? I mean, it was a dream to work with Bob Greasy. Like, mm-hmm. like I love him. Like literally, I'm really thankful that I could work with him. I work with him all the time though, but for... Him to get on this tape, it really meant a lot to me because that's somebody that I look up to. But shit, I want to work with a lot of people. Like, oh shit, it's so many people I want to work with. I hope one day I get to work with um, Ludacris. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's like I I want to work with big people from the past, like <laughs> like Patty Labelle, like stuff like people like that. Yeah. 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 Yes, girl, you get on that uh, oh. Lady Marmalade. <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that. I want to bring real music back. Like I want to work with big people and bring real music back. If you listen to my tape, you see, like I, I make real music, not nothing like my freestyle and, and stuff. But if you listen to my music, you want to listen to this tape, you're going to hear who I was inspired by. You're going to hear that old school shit come out. Real Miami flavor. You know, it was really fun making a project. I really like the food stamp song too, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites. I like that song, girl. That's the, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> then you got a little pop joint on there. I was like, wait a minute. Is Suki mm-hmm. singing? Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. long did it take you to put all this together? Oh, we kind of did it through the pen. It was like through the pandemic. Yeah. A few months before the pandemic, but we've been working for a while trying to put this tape together. And we finally came up with putting it out when we put it out. But I'm really hard on myself. Like, if I, if it's up to me, I, you'll never get the music. Because I'm just like, uh-uh, let's go change this. Let's like that, yeah. You know? So it was a, it was a team effort. Now, how it, was that process working throughout the pandemic? Because a lot of us, I'm, I'm really speaking for myself, a lot of us were probably went like three months without doing anything. Because <laughs> yeah. it was like... It was <laughs> that's like, how it was. No, okay. that's how it was with me. Like, I literally, I was sitting in the house for a while, but... Then we have made it where it's just me in a studio with the engineer and the producer, like very little people, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, we still got to work them, but we just had to move very, very cautious. Exactly. How'd you make your money? Was it only fans? Like how you, I just, I felt like everybody became a hustler during, during the pandemic. I mean, I made my money. Uh, I make, one thing about me is I'm a real hustler. Like mm-hmm. I, I was making my money from only fans. I was making my money from streams, from promo, bitch. I was shit selling perks any motherfucker said i'm making my money all the way around and if you come to Brad county they're gonna tell you i walk in them hair salons like who who wants a weed oh, who? like that's me I'm, I'm gonna get my money and nobody don't judge me by that because they because listen like some people might judge somebody for selling lemonade or whatever but you don't know what that person got at home you don't know how much money that person make i need all my coins and i don't give a fuck what nobody think like i get my brain and you got three kids yeah i got three kids can no i don't care if i got a brain hell Mm -hmm. if i'm in my because my friend she got a salon if she need help i'll go in there and help her like i'm real still in these streets like that Mm -hmm. you know that that make me feel good out like the fame is is cool but i like getting money and i like like being, I like being in the street still. Like, I like being around my peoples, you know? I feel like you could see that, what you just said. Like, I saw that portion of you when you were doing Love and Hip Hop. Like, you could see that you were still hustling. Like, whatever it is that you can do, like, you're going to do it. How was that experience yeah. on Love and Hip Hop? It was, it was, it was, it was a great experience. But, I, you know, I felt like I didn't really fit in with a lot of people. Because it's like, I was still, I'm like still in the hood on the show. Like, you know, she, yeah. motherfuckers just shot my house up and I'm, you know, leaving to go do the show. It was just like, it was a disconnection from me and the cast. And I, you know, I, it kind of made me a little bit insecure because it's like, I feel like people looking at me like, bitch, you're nothing like us. We were a designer. We got this and you like that. But I mean, a lot of people are surpassed just by being humble. So just I'm, think biased. I'm very biased but you do realize you were the star of that season like you like <laughs> i realized it after a while okay. like i realized it from i don't even know how the hell it happened 
I don't I, know how I, to I can tell you what it was. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it? There's <laughs> a couple of scenes that you did. The one scene with the girl in the um with the phone situation, like, and then that whole like the boot camp situation. Like, you stole the show. Like that was. Well, thank you. Oh my gosh, you should see the footage that they did not air. Was it <laughs> like I felt like it was so fucking funny. Uh, like me, my parts were so fucking funny. It would make people think that this can't be real life. So they had to cut it out because it would make the shit look not real. Yeah. Like right. the shit, I done did some real fucking ghetto ass shit on there. <laughs> like they they had cut it out. You know. Are uh, you coming back on the show? Yeah, yeah. And I honestly I feel like a lot of this crazy shit I did got cut up because they they were just introduced to me to you guys yeah. in the world. But season the next season that I'm about to be on, oh my gosh, I already know it's gonna be up for me. I can't yeah. wait. Is your fiance gonna be on the show with you? Um we know I don't know, but I know I'm engaged and I don't even know if I wanna put televise this wedding or what i want to do but i'm really excited right now like i don't even money. know i might have a whole a whole series about my wedding yeah. i was gonna say it's you better get your it. gucci man on you better mm. get your Keisha kr and gucci man on <laughs> yeah now we all saw and we all saw that moment like in your live like were you really just like did you have any clue or you really was just that like i really that? didn't have a clue and i was like telling bill because bill proposed to me a few times before i was like i'm not ready yet but i already knew the next time he proposed i was going to say yes so i was trying to prepare him like listen if you have him propose to me can you just make it nice and like i'm like why the fuck my wig gotta be lifted <laughs> like i got all these badass kids jumping up and down on the bed they ain't got no shirts on one got one top on i'm like Oh my gosh! Was it? I was really excited. I'm really thankful, but it was ghetto. But shit, sometimes you gotta appreciate shit like that. Yeah, you yeah. know. You know it's real. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the one thing that I like about you is that you're so real. And a lot of the people that I do like follow and really connect with is because you are who you are, and like that's what you put out there. Even if, to your point, when you're directing, you calling somebody out for something that they did, like it ain't no guessing games. Like you gonna go right to the yeah, I'm gonna like, go straight. Yeah. Well, I um one thing about me, I'm really an unproblematic queen. I love to stay out of stuff. And I, I just like to really empower my sisters. I love women. You know, I, I always look out for my sisters. But it'd be like, damn, when people play with me, I will tiptoe around stuff as long as I can. Because my mouth and my energy is out of control. <laughs> it will make a bitch oh never want to come for me again. Yeah. Uh, after your appearance on the WAP video, did like doors really open up for you? What doors, you know, that you thought would never open, opened for you? Like, oh my gosh, ev like it, it really helped me like magazines and everything. I just seen myself in the newspaper. Like I'm waiting for them to send it to my house. And like, the Miami Herald. I saw yeah, that. Like, um, it's like a lot of things have been flourishing for me. And, you know, Cardi put me on that platform and then bring a lot of attention to me and people are starting to see that you know i'm really that girl out here and it's like mm -hmm. now we want her first we want to put her right here we want to be the ones to say we put her on this yeah. on, on, on this cover first you know so it's really working out good for me i'm really excited i'm happy good yeah, for you a, suki how was that just the, <laughs> the, the, the filming of that and all of you you know strong powerful women together just how was that moment it was a extravagant. It was extravagant. It was crazy. It was scary. It was like all these animals there. Like I was like, oh my gosh, it's a tiger. He's aggressive. Like, 
oh my gosh, I feel like I was in the Lion King. Like, it was, <laughs> for real, it was animals everywhere. But it was everything. Like, Cardi's very welcoming. Like, it was all, it was genuine love. It was no fake shit. Like, let's just put all these girls together. So, for the clout, no, it was real love. It was real empowerment, you know. Was Kylie, was Kylie there with y'all? I didn't see, I mean, yeah, but I didn't see her. Oh, yeah. she had her VIP dressing room, probably. I just think their scene, her scene was last. I, after my scene was, I had to leave because I had another video shoot with Summer Walker. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I didn't get to see everyone. So, yeah, but they were all there. Your, your moves or what you was doing, was that <laughs> all you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, no, I was wondering if y'all got choreographers or, Hell you nah. know. <laughs> Hell no, nah. that's my motherfucking signature move. That's just what, you know, everybody did their thing or whatever. I knew when I got up on there, baby, it was no, honey. I'm going to a throttle. So, my little uh, Maseki, I did Yes, me. girl. I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes. I was so excited when I see, I was like, oh, and then when I see my fans posting videos, they were like literally screaming. It was a great moment. Yeah. How long did it take you to film the one second? Oh, it took a while. It took a while. <laughs> believe it or not, it took a while. Yeah, I and believe I it. People were really in there dancing and everything. My outfit ripped during me dancing and stuff. So, but it was, it took a while. It took a little minute. It's always like that. You'll film for like an hour or two and it'll be like 30, you know, half yeah. a second. And you're like, yep. what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to that. Yeah. So this tiger uh, tattoo on the side of your face. Let, t- tell us about this tattoo. I mean, I always wanted a uh, tiger on my face. Because I just feel like, you know, I'm animalistic. If I was to compare myself to an animal, it would be a wolf and a tiger. So <laughs> I, I had all these people trying to stop me for years for doing what I want to do. And one day I said, fuck that. I'm Suki. Like, I'm going to get my tiger and I'm going to go to this Cardi B video. And that's what I did. And I was really <laughs> excited about it because that's when I revealed my tattoo. I was going to say, how do you feel now seeing people with the filter yep. and putting a filter on? Like, how does that make you feel like when you see just everybody excited to do that? Um, it, it made me really happy that it was so many people that, like, it's a lot of people with the little tat, the tiger filter on their face. And I'm like, how the hell did I even get my own filter? Like, I'm <laughs> so excited about that. You know, it just means a lot to me. Make sure y'all all make a video with my filter so I can post y'all on my page. I'm going to do okay, it. Right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> if y'all got that Tiger King cat or that Tiger King dick, go I get a tiger it. Wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have t- wrong one. I have tiger paws on my leg, but I forgot. I don't know why I showed you this one. Oh, period. <laughs> but- <laughs> you know what they say about the girls with the tiger paws. Listen. Ooh. What? <laughs> Let me know. Listen, back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) You know who's responsible for that? Eve. Eve. Remember remember when Eve had the tiger paws and then everybody had the tiger paws? Eve's a bad bitch. Like, Mm -hmm. we all, you know, people don't even really know about her story, but Eve is that girl from, you know, she started, she was dancing in the strip club, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. uh, who was it? Mace. Mace, um, Mace, yeah, Mace, you know, in the strip club, and yep. we asked her um to rap to him, and he the one took her to the studio. Yep, he said, yep. "Let's go get, you know, let's go listen to some music." Yep, and so, then she uh, signed to Rough Riders years after that. Yeah. It was just everything with a whole different look. Came through with the ball head, everything. Like I love that girl. 
I love that you're so complimentary of other women too. And you're like non-judgmental. Cause I feel like a lot of women try to play like a role similar yeah. to like you, where it's like, you know, like I'm gonna say whatever, I'm gonna do whatever, but then they judge other women for stuff that they do, where they say like slick comments about other women. And you yeah. don't do like, I haven't seen you do that anywhere at all. Like you're very real. And I think that's very rare. Yeah. I really love women, but my mama taught me sisterhood. Like, I have sisters, like, I learned to love women at a young age. It's just what we're supposed to do in my household. So I just don't have anger or hate for women. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. I understand how women are like that. Do you receive any hate or anything back to oh, you? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I receive a lot of good, a lot, a lot more good, actually. But it be, I don't ever get too, I don't get, get angry when I see people are being rude or disrespectful. I know it's really because they have insecurities in themselves. Because I was there at a point and I was insecure. When you start to really love yourself, you don't put other people down. It just doesn't, it, you don't work like that. Like for you to say, oh, I don't yep. like her. It's, you're not happy with yourself. Because a happy person just loves everybody. It's not, it's not, a, it's not hard for us to love people, you know. It's not hard for me. Yeah. So, like, how does your label, I'm sorry, how does your label, like, control you? Because you know how sometimes, like, you, sometimes people say stuff, and they're like, oh, you can't say that. Like, when you're talking well, about... Well, I'm independent, so... Okay. Yeah, and, so and anybody... no one would never control me, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. I don't think anybody ever try to, like, reel you in, like, oh, you can't say that? Like, like how does it, how does that work? Who says that I can't say stuff? I mean, if somebody said to you, like, oh, you know, you can't say, like, remember when you said the thing, you were talking about women and how they should get money and stuff out of guys, and people yeah. were like, oh, you can't say that, you can't do that. I, the reason I asked this question, because I saw your response to it, and you, you doubled down on it. it was just, what did I say? What was my response kind of like? It was, it, it was basically, you said, like, get this money from these guys, this, then and the third, and then they were saying something to you about it, then you said, basically, I said what I said. Get these money <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because I really don't be giving a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's all crazy, because it, it's like, the funniest things that I say during the interviews <laughs> is what the blogs pick up. And the people are like, I don't like that. I'm like, suck my dick. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Why would I care what you don't like? This, this is my life. You ain't in it. Like, right. look at me online. Like, I really don't be giving a fuck. I, I don't, I don't say like, I'm, it's just my deliverance. Somebody else can say the same thing in a different way. But my audience is my audience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My audience is, you know, trill assholes trill bitches bitches <laughs> in the hood you know just somebody who has experienced shit and understand what you know what i'm talking about yeah there ain't nothing wrong with telling people to get that money from these niggas they want everything from us shit, yeah. it's not it's the difference between a prostitute which what if you're a sex worker that's your thing i don't even think nothing wrong with that either and it's a difference between taxing somebody for your time Mm. Who the fuck want to be in a god face all day, every day, and you can't even get no food? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Thank you, girl. That's yes. Listen, those are my requirements. You at least got to feed me. You got to right. feed me. You got to stop being scared to eat. We always right. be scared getting salads and eating cute. Hell no. <laughs> Enjoy your time. You finna suck dick after that. What the fuck is everything? <laughs> if you ain't gonna ask for no money, bitch, order everything on the motherfucking menu. Get, get your stomach full. <laughs> Damn. And take it to go. Oh, Hell no. Nobody trying to be sucking no dick on no um, empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Sook. <laughs> yeah. 
because of stuff like this <laughs> so let me it's funny dex was asking that because i wanted to ask you you about to be married girl like you about to be someone's wife yeah does your does your man ever tell you to tone it down or not say certain things or not wear certain things like does Hell that no, happen <laughs> no my man is the is i'm a female version of him we mm-hmm. are literally comedians like we laugh at every fucking thing you know what i'm thinking he'd be thinking like it's like I love my man. I'm a very faithful woman. I've been with him for a while. Held him down when he was locked up. Like, I, I've been there for him just like he's been there for me. He know this a business. Like, it's just it's just business. And when I, he, he don't mind what I wear. Like, if I, like, just today, we went to the beach and I had, like, um a bikini on, like a thong bikini. He don't give a fuck. My man love me. He will kiss my ass in public. He will bite my, he bit my ass in public today. He don't give a fuck. We just feel good couple. We love each other, but sometimes everybody's not a traditional couple. Like yeah. it's not always oh the the wife cooks and cleans and the husband works and the wife. It's just it's not like that with people. We're really happy, you know. Yeah. So he don't give a fuck. It don't be no tone it down because I know not to tone do too much. Like <laughs> I don't tell that. Just like if you see the Boosie video and me at Boosie house. You see, I got um, I got an outfit on. I got pasties on. It's not like I'm like, ah, look at my titties. All these niggas, hell no. <laughs> Definitely not in person. <laughs> only fans, maybe. Yo, <laughs> sometimes I really think you're arguing with your man, but all that is like a joke, like oh, on wait, social what, media. What we, me and him, be arguing? Yeah. What we be arguing about? Is it a joke or like when you guys are going back and forth on social media? Because I never know if it's real or if it's a joke. Oh, well, when I say, um, what, what are you talking about? What I just wrote the other day? Yeah. And I was like, um, I can't believe I'm finna marry, um, be a little dick ass, but at least he know how to eat pussy. <laughs> oh, I was just joking. See, <laughs> hell no. This how we, this how we is. No, no, no. See, I was just joking. Like I, I say stuff like that. Because um, I just want bitches to stay away from my fucking me. Oh, right. okay, yeah, <laughs> you too. What do I look like? Right. like, I like uh, that's how girls are. Yeah, hell no. I was just we we. This is how we is. But no, we never had an argument on there that was serious. But really love him. Hell no. Aww, that's my best friend. I would never do that. Aww, that's so sweet. We love you. Didn't really like that, I said that, y'all. I'm just kidding. He didn't like that, I said. I was listen. I was like, wait a minute. Is this a joke or is this real? In the shade room, and everybody's so messy. They just can't wait to repost it. I was like, I mean, everybody in the comments knew. All the girls who have boyfriends, they know what I was doing. Hey, like, stay away from him. He is taken. Don't come near him. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about him. He he did. Listen, this ain't what you want, sis. Right. Well, Suki, we love you. Seriously. I love you guys, too. It was like, you guys are mad lit. It's, this is mad fun. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Garnett's in love with you, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just a oh. lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't Period. Right. You noticed that, right? I was like, why do you look at his lips? That's yeah, how I, I know he likes you. I'm trying to put my sexy face on. It's the best I could do. She's engaged. <laughs> leave, leave her alone. You yeah, please tell him. I'm just, listen, I'm just... I'm just a fan. That's all. I'm just. I'm a- engaged. That's a big ass ring. I was gonna say, let us see the ring. <laughs> um, can you let see me see. Put it up. Well, you can. 
You can see that. Yes. <laughs> yes. They did well. I can't compete with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. I can't believe like I'm engaged. Like I feel like an old person, but I'm so happy. Because I'm the first person in my family, like the first like in this generation, mm-hmm. in my generation who's married because usually I pop up at every Christmas party with another baby. And you know what? <laughs> I'm so tired of my you know those cousins who come to the um the family gatherings, like the family reunions and the Christmas parties, and they act like they're better than people. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait to pop up this time, being famous and with the ring. And like, <laughs> they ain't got nothing on you. They ain't got, yeah, nothing, they ain't got nothing to say. That. That's, that's jealousy and, right there, because they ain't and, got nothing. <laughs> and they not going to even get an invite to the VH1 <laughs> wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they is. They, <laughs> oh, they got to be there. You got to flex on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to invite them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that mixtape is out, Wolf Pussy. Yeah. Uh, when are we getting an album? Uh, the album is going to be a little while because, you know, I got some EPs for y'all. Another mixtape in the job. So I'm going to give y'all the mixtapes and I'm going to let, like, I want my fans to grow with me. We're going to grow together and then that's when I'm going to put that album out. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. All right, Suki. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. Of course. And I'm going to make sure I say puss ass. Yeah. What's up, you pussy asshole? Yeah, don't say pussy asshole. Pussy asshole. I was like, what the? P U S S A Z Z. I'm from New Jersey. No, but it's it's so funny that you said that because the next time, if you ever argue with somebody or just let it be a part of your normal vocabulary, it feels so good to say. Like if somebody cuts you off, you're like. Oh, you bitch, pussy ass. Yeah, it's gonna feel good, okay? Suki told me to call you a puss ass. <laughs> you puss ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Girl, we gonna see you on TV. Congratulations on everything. Yeah. Thank you. Keep doing your thing. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye boo. Bye, puss ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she's amazing. That she was so funny. <laughs> right. Dexter, did she live up to everything that you Absolutely. thought she was gonna be? Do you know, like yes. I'm literally you kept smiling and he kept licking his lips. <laughs> That's all I kept seeing was you like and I'm like <laughs> I, I knew like Garnett, I was like, why is he licking his lips like that? I was so entertained though. That was she's amazing. Yes. So I'm in the trans for a second. I know. <laughs> you were you were gonna expect like, that. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets her own show. We yeah, need to do I that, think so. Do that tiger thing too that she told us to do. Oh yeah, we gotta do that. Yeah. I would I would think so. And that's why I didn't want to tell it, like say this to her. Like I don't compare her to Cardi, but like the reason why I started liking Cardi, like on her show, and then when she did on Instagram, because she was so real. Because a lot of times on the reality shows. You know, you know why those girls are there. They just want to be on. But, like, she just is who she is, which makes people want to watch her. I wouldn't be surprised if she had her own show either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's very fearless in her approach to, like, doing things, like, and really, really meaning it. Like, not caring about what nobody says because that's what, like, you know, she just wanted to get a tattoo. And now Instagram's making money off of her tattoo. Right. You get know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. all she wanted to do was just do it. So, yeah, she... She's definitely a, a, a live wire. <laughs> we like her. But you could see why Cardi picked her. 
you yeah. know yes exactly right because i think at one point people were like i we they you know they were wondering how she made her selection i mean i think with suki it's pretty clear talk to her yeah. <laughs> watch her videos yeah i can't wait to watch the next season of uh love and hip-hop miami especially since she said they cut out a lot of stuff so we're probably gonna like get Deep. to know more yeah. of her yeah so i just love a story like that though she literally was like my house had just got shot up and right. i was going, and going on set and right and then you're going on set <laughs> so like, the yacht party <laughs> right like you want to see people like that win you know right so, all right, guys. Well, that I don't want to talk about nothing else. <laughs> Everything been said. Suki it. has left the building. I learned how to say puss ass. <laughs> no wonder when I when I first said it, she was like, "What?" Like, she did look at you like I was like, "This is You said it again, and she was like, "Okay." Oh yeah. <laughs> Pussy ass. I went to Syracuse University. I, <laughs> And I'm a broadcaster. Sometimes I gotta enunciate, but nah, yeah, I I, I end up meeting uh, somebody. Um, it was one of my brother's friends who's from Miami, and I said like, "Yo, this is fire." He said, "What?" I said, "Fire." <laughs> he goes, "Oh, I forgot you from Jersey. Pronounce everything." He said, "Nah, it's fire." Fire. <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> and he was like, "Say it, say it, fire." So I get it. I mean, I I try to make sure I pronounce everything because, like, especially being on Sirius XM, you know, you don't want to sound too much from one area because then people in Oregon are not going to be able to, you know, understand and everything. I people already say I got an accent or I, you know I got I something say, so going on. You can't on. say bull. You can't say bull. bull. No, I don't say people bull. People will be like, "What is she talking right. about?" From like this area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So you you know you just got to be mindful of that, or you know, I mean, even I felt like out of pocket at one point was like a Philly term. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now I feel like more people are using out of pocket, but even that, you know. No, there's still people that I have to explain to. I think it's more marketable now, or being marketed now. But I have to explain what drawn is because they're like, "What is that?" Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know what that is. I'm like, "It's anything you want it to be." Right. <laughs> the greatest <It's>, word ever. <laughs> magical. Or, or like how Suki described "ho." It depends on how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to eat this joint. I'm not going to the joint. That joint, that joint right there, right? It's everything. <laughs> Well, uh, I had a great time on the podcast, guys. Yes. So, anything anyone else want to add? You pussies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, this was great. Like, I really feel like this has been like the highlight of my quarantine. I, I enjoyed. It. <laughs> Thanks for including. You're me. still quarantined, bro. Yes. What do you mean, y'all not quarantined no more? I'm quarantined, but I'm not in the house every day. Come on, I'm in the house, I mean, in the house every day. I'm not in the house every day, guys. I am. I sneak out like here and there, but for the most part, I'm in the house every day. I have to take a test next week, so I've been Was really. This your like, first one. What you said that like it's like a normal <laughs> thing we're supposed to be taking. I, I, I took three. three. Oh, well, I'm gonna get with you guys offline. I need to know where to go. Yeah. Where to go. Oh, okay, okay. I don't yeah. know how this process works. Oh, I. I I'm doing a live remote from a testing site, so you can what? come tomorrow. Oh, no, it has to be, like, October 1st. Why? Oh, oh you're going on... Man. Yeah, you're going on... So you ain't been out the house, but you're about to take a trip. I told them, I said, like, I said, this is going to be my first time, like, really doing something. I'm probably going to die because... What, wait, like, what are you flying? 
Uh, I think American Airlines, I think it is. Oh, you might die, bro. I'm about to say, it's iffy on American. Where were you flying to? St. Lucia. Oh! You might be okay. You might be okay then. Because what happens right now in American, they say they social distancing. But they not. But they not. It's just <laughs> like, you just so happen to get on a flight that's not sold out. So it's social distance. Oh, my God. If they can sell it, you're going to be sitting on there next to a bunch of people. Wait, I was on Frontier going down to Orlando and I almost, I was having an anxiety attack in the seat because every seat was filled. Like, every seat. That's because Frontier got them flights too cheap. But actually, American is really cheap right now, too. Dex, man, I'm yeah. going to give you some hope, man. I'm going <laughs> positive light because when I flew American, that shit was great. Like, okay. I had the whole okay. rubble. There wasn't nobody behind me or in front of me. Because they ain't <laughs> sell it. Maybe it's different so now. I'm going I'm I'm to just, I'm going to give you some light. Hopefully you make that happen. Fingers are crossed. Listen, Listen buy a shield. I was checking with the seat next to me every day. And I was like, oh, okay, it's open. They didn't do that. It's open. This girl, I'm watching everybody come on the plane because I've been sitting there. I was like, what is she sitting next to me? <laughs> but there was nobody on her eye. And every row did only have like either two or one. So she did move. But my point was, why didn't American knock her seat out? Like she should have yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. been there. So yeah. again, they just didn't sell that flight. Mm-hmm. So he was okay. But American, listen, if y'all want to give me some free miles, I mean, I keep trying, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I love y'all. <laughs> I heard Delta is still social distancing. Yeah, I heard Delta is still doing and it. And JetBlue. Is JetBlue around? Yeah, JetBlue. Yeah. I don't but know. All these you, airlines are consolidating and shutting yeah. down. But St. Lucia, you should be good. Because it's not like it's like a lot of people going there. Only you and your rich friends. Like, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got money. Yo, you going balls to the wall, bruh. You going to their first trip in St. Lucia? Mm. (laughs) You ain't even tried New York. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, here's saying beautiful water. That's what he wanted to see. But if you want to take me in your suitcase, I won't be mad either. So just let me know. I don't want to go. He's probably going to take his fiance. They're going to be having kinky beach oh, sex. Okay, but if they got more than one room, then I can just be in the other room. Like, hey, y'all, let me know when y'all coming back. I'm going I mean, out when y'all come back. Didn't, didn't Suki tell you all couples aren't those regular cookie cutter couples? <laughs> I can I can bite her butt on the beach and it's okay. Now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Suki told me. You know why I asked her that question? I want her to be like, fuck no. Motherfuckers can't tell me what to wear. Like, I I wanted that kind of reaction. So she kind of gave it to me a little bit, but. Yeah. I think she uh, likes us. I really do. Yeah, if she didn't, we would know. She's very transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we didn't ask anything crazy either. Like, yeah. You know, we asked nice questions. Well, we're nice people. I think they were pretty thoughtful. I was going to ask her who told she was sucking on social media, but I was like, let me mind my business. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> with sucking toes. <laughs> she put up a picture of her sucking some toes. And <laughs> I was going to ask her what's the kickiest thing she's done, but I was like, let me not even know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. asking for too much. Well, she already did the tongue thing for us, so... Well, this is a memorable moment. We've never heard me say pussy this much. No. <laughs> Puss ass. <laughs> and now we can isolate that little part. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. I like that. Uh, Sukiyani, uh, no, 
What's up, you puss-ass hoes? <laughs> this is Sukiyani and Mina's house podcast. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching and listening. <laughs> that wraps up our 146th episode featuring Sukiyana. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. Dexter, a.k.a. Dexter One. Two, three, four. <laughs> and we're out. Peace. Puss-ass hoes. Pusses. Pusses. She was like, wait, I can curse? Yes, you pusses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, bye.